Welcome to Leveraging Leadership, where we unpack the art of business leadership. I'm your host, Emily Sander, C-suite executive turned leadership coach. And today's topic is feedback. Okay, this next segment is on receiving feedback. And a quote I like about this is, I think it's by Ken Blanchard, but he said, feedback is the breakfast of champions. So we need feedback to get better. And as humans, we all have blind spots. So every single person listening to this has a blind spot. So asking for feedback is a great practice to get into. Um, I was really, really reluctant. I, I Early in my career, I hated feedback. I hated receiving feedback. I thought it was um, talking about me as a person. I thought it was like an affront to like who I was and how good of a person I was. And um, I'm happy to say I, I worked on it a lot and I've come a long way. And starting kind of mid-career and certainly in late career, I've asked for 360-degree um, feedback loops and reports. And these are things that I would highly recommend. There's third parties who do them. There's companies who do nothing but this. But it's a neutral, um, independent third party who goes and asks for feedback from um, your direct reports, so people on your team. And then your peers, so maybe someone you work with in a different department, and then also your boss or sometimes your boss's boss. So you're getting 360 degrees of feedback. And what I found with those, my first one, I was like dreading when it would come out. And I was like, I'm going to have to go through the results of this thing. But it was actually really enlightening. It was actually really helpful. And again, feedback helps people, right? So there was the like, yeah, like I know I kind of need to come up in that area and do better. And people, you know, noted it in the report, like, okay, great. And then there were things where it was, okay, like I kind of knew I was doing well at this, or I kind of knew this was a strength area of mine. And that was on the report as well. But the best parts were, oh, I didn't know that I was doing this and it was negatively impacting someone. I didn't know that when I made that face in the team meeting, someone took it as like, oh no, like she thinks something's wrong. So that was a good data point for me to have. Like, oh my gosh, like I didn't know I was doing that. And on the flip side, I didn't know that when I took someone through how to do a performance review as a manager, that was really meaningful for them. And no one else had ever done that. I was like, hey, like we have a new performance review program rolling out company-wide and I want to take my managers through how to do that. And But no one, no one had done that with them before. And so that was really meaningful. Oh, I can easily do more of that kind of stuff uh, with my team. So getting these 360-degree feedback reports or getting these loops done is just really, really beneficial. And it gives you data points. It gives you stuff to work with where it's like, okay, I can see the full picture now. So let's go into how to receive feedback well. The first one is saying thank you, which seems straightforward, but a lot of us miss it. So if someone has taken the time to put together some feedback for us and deliver it, especially if they do it well, thank you. Thank you for the feedback. A funny story was there was this leader who was working on asking for feedback more frequently and also receiving feedback without saying anything back in return, so without arguing his point or having to be right in return. And so this coach was working with him, and uh, at each team meeting, he would deliberately ask for feedback from his team members, and all he could say back was thank you or some variation of thank you. So he would ask for feedback, and then he would say thank you and stop talking. And at first, people were like, what is happening? Like, he never asked for feedback. And like, does he not have anything to say? And people kind of got uh, got onto what was happening. And so they would get a little more enthusiastic and a little more in-depth with their feedback, knowing all I, could, all I could do was sit there and say, 
thank you. And he would say, thank you. Thank you for the feedback. Thank you so much. Thank you very, very much for the feedback. And so um, it got to be a running joke, but it worked because he got into the habit of asking for feedback and then at least pausing and saying thank you before he said anything else. This next one here is listen for and ask for clarification if you need it. So think about all the things we talked about in the giving effective feedback section. Are you hearing those things? Namely, is it clear? Is it actionable? Is it specific? So if you're, if you're not understanding, do speak up. Or if you're not quite sure, even if you think you're sure, it's always good to double check. So you might use things like, what I hear you saying is X, Y, and Z. Or what I think I heard you said is X, Y, and Z. Do I have that right? It could even be, you know, if you have to jump in and say, I'm so sorry to interrupt, but if I could just say that back to you to make sure I'm understanding. And sometimes it can even be a word. So going forward, I'd like you to finalize these things. Okay, so just to make sure I'm understanding correctly, um, by finalize, you mean you want me to collect all the things from the team members and then send that off to the client. And if I'm like, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Like finalize means collect all the things from the team and then tee it up at our next meeting so we can talk about it and go through it one more time. Like that's what I mean by finalize. Okay, good to know. The third point here, which I think is a really important one and something that I've used and I've really had to take to heart is when someone is offering you feedback, that feedback is subjective and it's an offering. When I was younger and I heard feedback, I was like, oh my gosh, like that's the 100% truth. Like that is ironclad, especially if it's coming from my boss who is quote unquote above me and higher up than me. Like I have to take that all in. And in reality, people are people are people. Everyone has their opinion, but their opinion is subjective. So now I have a lot more agency and I'm saying, okay, someone is offering me some information and I get to decide how much of that I want to take in. And I will weight things differently. So I'll weight things um, coming from someone who knows me really well and who has my best interest at heart and wants good things for me. I'll weight some feedback from them much higher than I will from someone who I just met and is like screaming at me and doesn't seem to have my best interest at heart. I'm going to weight them very low, if not zero. And so how much you take in, what pieces you take in, okay, I'm kind of, you know, I, I see what they're saying about this part over here. Like, I'm going to take that back and work on it. Um, but I really thought about this other thing they said, and I don't think that's on the mark. So I'm going to discard that part of what they said. So you have control over how you um, take in and how you weight someone's feedback to you. Okay, let's put a bow on this with some takeaways. So we've covered a lot of information about feedback, but I think hopefully it's been helpful. And I think that as leaders, as managers, just as people, as we become more um, comfortable and fluent with giving feedback and receiving feedback, it just helps our teams and it helps ourselves be better as well. So out of all of this, three really quick takeaways. Give more feedback, ask for more feedback, and create a culture of feedback where it's normal to ask for feedback and it's normal to give feedback and people expect that um, to, to be happening around them. Some ways to start incorporating this in your team is at your one-on-ones with people. So just start asking for feedback or um, delivering feedback in a different way for them. You can do it at team meetings when you meet regularly. So an easy thing to do is just start asking for feedback in those meetings. Um, and people might look at you a little funny the first couple of times. But if you do that every time, you get that as a normal practice. Like, okay, like I guess she asked for feedback every team meeting. Another cool way to do it 
is if you've had the team um, do something great as a group, and maybe there's been like a client project they've worked on, and they've done a great team effort and done overall really well, do a debrief of that project and mostly celebrate the wins, but then also slip in there, what could we have done better? Like, what could we do even better next time? And it's really easy or it's easier when, uh, you know, the team just had a win and now you can talk about, okay, how can we make that even better going forward? It just gets people in the practice of giving themselves feedback. And that one's as a group. So collectively, what could we have done better? So those are just three quick ways um, to create a culture of feedback. One of the best books on this that I've read is Radical Candor by Kim Scott. And in fact, I'm going to do, let me make a note here. I'm going to do an episode, a, a book recap of Radical Candor because there's some great stuff in there. All right. Thank you for listening. And I will catch you next week on Leveraging Leadership. If you enjoyed today's episode, please like, share and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.